Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, this morning, we're just going to give you 30 seconds to um, uh, bring them into the room. Taking in a deep breath, and so exhale, remembering that you are not alone on this journey. There are people who went before you, and there are people who are coming after you. Amen, amen. Hey, I'm going to invite up our uh, musicians. Today we're doing a double musician extravaganza. <laughs> we got Callie and Chris uh, serving up some songs. So we're going to ask the folks who are on site to sing extremely loudly, please. Thank you. And for the folks who are on um, line, please sing at home and put in the chat any lines that are like especially speaking to you this morning. All right. Uh, you can stand if you would like. Good morning. <laughs> um, we're going to sing this song, You'll Peace Will Make Us One, which the, um, if you haven't heard it before, the melody you'll recognize from uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic, but the lyrics are like, yo, what if we took this song and we're like, peace instead? And it's pretty great. <laughs> Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. You are speaking truth and power. You are laying down our souls, replanting every vineyard till the Oh 
who came welcome to everyone who came since I gave my previous greeting hello I'm so glad that you're here um, uh, the mission of New City Church is to create inspired and skilled communities that join God in transforming the world anyone like that yes 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 um, and by the way when we say communities we mean plural um, we are currently working with Northeast United Methodist um, to uh, be talking about some type of meaningful collaboration Collaboration. In fact, we have visitors from Northeast here today, so let's just give lots of love. Yes! Um, and of course, like, we're not just about creating one community or two communities. We're about, like, lots and lots and lots of communities. And so um, we are also kicking off our small group registration on September 11th. We hope that you are going to put this in your calendars because, <laughs> let me tell you this, these groups fill up fast, and we want you to have a spot in them. So um, so put this up uh, on your calendar. You'll show up here, and then, and then all your dreams will come true. Um, hey, can we give uh, so much love for our children for children's ministry? Yay! If the children would like, Siobhan and Aiden are happy to uh, play lots of fun games. Otherwise, you're welcome to uh, have a good time. Uh, we have toys on the back of our welcome cart. Um, for kids as well as adults. <laughs> so if you <laughs> if you want to play with some blocks, listen. Living, I'm living that block life, you know me. Um, hey, so we're going to uh, read some scripture. And if you've never been to New City Church, we read scripture in kind of a special way. We're going to ask you to listen for a word or phrase that sticks out to you. And then I'm going to ask you to repeat that back. And if you're joining us on the live stream, um, go ahead and put that in the chat. And I will check on the chat as well to be able to see what words stuck out to you. Okay. Uh, so this reading is from Matthew 13, 3 through 9, and 18 through 23. He, meaning Jesus, said many things to them in parables. A farmer went out to scatter seed, and as he was scattering seed, some fell on the path, and birds came and ate it. 
Other seed fell on rocky ground where the soil was shallow. They sprouted immediately because the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it scorched the plants, and they dried up because they had no roots. Mm -hmm. It's true that Caitlin was here like last night fixing the clicker and it always works until the Holy Spirit comes and then we, yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. Okay, um, uh, because, uh, let's go back one. Hallelujah. Left, yeah, always to the left if you know what I mean. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> other seed fell among thorny plants. The thorny plants grew and choked them, but seed fell on good soil and bore fruit. In one case, a yield of 100 to 1. In another case, a yield of 60 to 1. In another case, a yield of 30 to 1. Everyone who has ears should pay attention. Consider then the parable of the farmer. Whenever people hear the word about the kingdom and don't understand it, the evil one comes and carries off what was planted in their hearts. This is the seed that was sown on the path. As for the seed that was spread on rocky ground, this refers to people who hear the word and immediately receive it joyfully. Because they have no roots, they last for only a little while. When they experience distress or abuse because of the word, they immediately fall away. As for the seed that was spread among thorny plants, this refers to those who hear the word, but the worries of this life and the false appeal of wealth choke the word, and it bears no fruit. As for what was planted on good soil, this refers to those who hear and understand and bear fruit and produce, in one case a yield of 100 to 1, in another case a yield of 60 to 1, in another case a yield of 30 to 1. So I would love to hear, just um, shouting out loud, what was a word or phrase that sticks out to you? And then live stream, I'm pulling up the chat right now, so you better uh, drop, in the, drop in the chat what you uh, sticks out to you. Okay, uh, on-site community, what sticks out? Those who hear and understand. That's good. Ooh, Jesus is dragging us, is what this is saying. <laughs> because they had no roots. Yeah, they withered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? One. In one case. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, I'm sorry. Yield. Uh, scared. Scattered. <laughs> like, I don't think scared was in there, but if you feel scared... Listen, there's a lot of folks with church trauma in here. I'm just letting you know that if you feel scared, then that's okay. Uh, here, yeah, everyone's snapping. Here uh, in our live stream chat, we hear people uh, sticking out uh, because they have no roots. They had no roots. Everyone should pay attention. Um, they had no roots. Yield. All who have ears listen. Had no roots. Bear fruits. Someone's calling out that this forever reminds them of the parable of the sower opera based off of Octavia Butler's <laughs> very intense book. So, um, yes, 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 yes. Love that. Bear no fruit. Um, yeah, had no roots. Mm. Oh, yes. That's a much less intense book to be said. <laughs> Time to seed. Um, 
We believe at New City that the Bible is a living word, and that means that if there's something that's sticking out to you, if there's a phrase or a word that's calling out to you, there might be a reason for that. So uh, go ahead and write down that word. Go ahead and, and like journal about it, pray about it. Um, continue to meditate on why God might be calling out that one particular word in this one particular moment. Um, So we are in the middle of a sermon series called Jesus and Justice. Hey, what's up? Uh, This has been a fabulous sermon series. Um, You know, last sermon series, we had, um, uh, we talked about deconstruction and reconstruction of faith and that it was a very important sermon series because there's a lot of folks with church trauma at New City Church. And like... If we're just kind of like sitting in our own stuff, deconstructing, reconstructing, deconstructing, reconstructing, without like doing something, <laughs> then then uh, we're not really like living into the fullness of, of what God has in mind for us. We're not like stepping into who we were really made to be if we're, if we're not kind of stepping out. And one of the ways that uh, Jesus calls us to step out is to create justice. Amen. So, um, so last week we, uh, uh, listen, y'all, there's some visitors from Northeast here. So I'm going to need a lot more like shout and responsiveness because we got company. Okay. (laughs) So we're, okay. Thank you. We're entertaining guests y'all. So, (laughs) so, uh, last week, uh, for those of you who were here with us last week, you might remember our main takeaway was find a love that supports your soul even when you mess up really bad, we were talking about how like it's so important to discover this belovedness in God because if you're really going to get into justice, then there's going to be some conflict. There will be times when you mess up. There are going to be times when you kind of wish you could just crawl into a cave and not do any of this. And like you need to find, uh, we were talking about last week, a, a love that can hold you so powerfully that even when you make mistakes, it is there without condition. Uh, That's what we talked about last week. If you ever want to uh, listen to a sermon from previous times, you are welcome to go to our archive page, which is at grownewcity.church slash worship, and then you just click archive. We also have a podcast. Did any of you guys? Ha-ha! Podcast! Um, so listen, you get, you're on your commute, you're biking over to the place, you're uh, like needing to zone out for a little bit, you're going for a, a you're watching your dog poop, like whatever it is, the, 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 <laughs> the good news is available to you, uh, no matter what your dog is up to. <laughs> and we want to make sure that you do that. So uh, go ahead and find New City Church's podcast wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. Look for the New City Church that has the hexagons, okay? Because there's like a New City Church in Phoenix, Arizona that we do not claim. <laughs> they're they're kind of doing their own thing. Um, so find that podcast. Um, but uh, so we're in this conversation of continuing to find justice. And I'm just curious, um, have you ever found yourself saying these phrases to yourself? Like, that's unfair, Someone should do something about that. Ever think that to yourself? Or what about, why isn't anyone in my home, work, or club talking about this? Anyone, everyone ever feel that? Or, or what about a lot of people posting about this, but not too many people pushing, ooh, for anything, ooh. 
everyone's a hero on social media and then, and then you show up to the event. Yeah. So, um, so for those of you who have ever found this, um, God might be calling you to a little bit of action, a little bit of, uh, starting something. And the first step always, whenever you are called to action, the first step is always to look back and look around, you know, like a lot of times, God has sent people before you who have done amazing things, are doing amazing things. A lot of times, like, there's something that, that is actually already existing that you can kind of plug into and create a stronger movement. Like, always look at what is, has already happened, what is happening. Always look around. But sometimes uh, uh, the options either aren't there or those options aren't acceptable. And uh, this is especially true in rapidly changing times. We are in a society that is rapidly shifting. There's a lot of stuff going on. And the solutions and tactics that worked uh, last month might not work for this month. The things that folks are doing 10 years ago might not work for the things that pe- we need to be doing now. And so for, for those moments when you are looking around at the options and you're really not finding something, then it's possible that sometimes or even often you might need to start something. That's right, y'all. Take out your hoop earrings. Take, it's time to start something. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're, getting, we're getting into it. We're doing it. Um, so sometimes it's, you got to start something fresh. You got to start something new. Sometimes God is like, okay, I'm not going to like just hand you on a silver platter everything that you need. I'm going to give you some space or, or some soil to start something new because you have it on your heart that, you, that something has to happen. You have that message that's like, this isn't right, and I know that we have to do something about it. When you feel that burning, when that fire is alive in you, sometimes you have to start something. And we have a parable that gives you kind of four cautionary tales of what can happen when you try to start something. Four things that can happen when it's like, yeah, you got all that passion, you got all that energy. Four things that can happen. And um, full disclosure, I am drawing a lot of this sermon based off of things that I have started specifically since the pandemic because I'm like, I don't know if any, uh, the, the organizers in the room know this, but like organizing since the pandemic started is like nuts. It's a whole different thing. It's like a whole, like I've been through so many community organizer trainings and it was just like, let me just throw out these books because none of the rules are applying here. And I know folks who work in universities who were like, the students aren't doing the thing or folks who are like working literally in unions. And it's just like, wow, there's so many new rules. And so I guess I'm saying this less as like an expert who's like, this is what you must believe about creating justice. And more like, if we're going to be starting things that match our moment, if we're going to be starting something that actually like is creating change in this year in this moment, then we have to be talking about what is going on as a community. Like we have to be kind of like cross-pollinating with each other, a little bit of bees out there, a little bit of butterflies out there. We got to be just as butterflies, Uh, (laughs) y'all. We got to cross-pollinate because um, we're in in a moment of particular chaos and particular cruelty. 
And, and in order to address that meaningfully, in order to create a movement, we need to be talking to each other. So I, like, uh, you know, I suggested all of you to do, I, I tried to look back and see how have people organized for justice in the past. And one of my main inspirations, my main way of life, my like purpose and, and life force is looking at Jesus, who was a heck of an organizer, by the way. He was also the savior, but he was a heck of an organizer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. So, um, so like I, in the past five years, no, in the, since the pandemic, when did the pandemic start? 30 years ago? 10 million years ago? Two years ago. Okay, yeah, two years ago. I'm getting help from my staff. Um, I started one, two, three, four, five. I started like five projects, five or six projects um, that had to do with justice and organizing around justice. And uh, because I'm just the person that I am, I uh, started a, a lot of these in the church setting. So I'll be drawing this a lot from... An organizing setting where there's a lot of folks who have at least some type of shared self-interest but um, uh, don't know how to respond to their institution. And so uh, for those of you, to translate, like for those of you who are working in schools and you want to start a little something in your school, this is like that that kind of talk like for those of you who are um parents and who are at the playground and noticing stuff and you want to start talking to other parents like this is this is kind of what i'm talking about like there's a certain affinity group okay um so um yeah so uh, <laughs> i before we get into before we get into this <laughs> a quick word about death um so um a lot of times, people look at movements ending as if it's failure. I don't know if you've ever been discouraged before by like, man, I, I tried to start this project and it failed. There, there are some uh, ministries, in, in fact, um, uh, in uh, another, in Northeast, where um, it was like, this was really beautiful for a season, and now there are certain things that we're going to sunset. And I know how much that hurts. Oh, boy. I know how much, how many pages of journaling that that really takes to process through, because it's really painful when something that you love dies, in any form. Is something that you put effort into, something that mattered to you dies. I know, I know that that is uh, so painful, and I want to name up front that um, it is an empire narrative that something must continually be immortal in order to be successful. Like, it's, it's like this supremacist thought that, like, unless this is going in perpetuity, it didn't matter, uh, which is a really convenient thing for people to say when the empire is killing stuff left and right. So it's like, like, like I want to name that sometimes there are seasons for things. In Ecclesiastes, we read that there are seasons for things. There are seasons for relationships. There are seasons for jobs. There are seasons for living situations. And there are certainly seasons for organizing. And so this sermon is not about you should feel bad if something isn't going on in perpetuity. It's more like there's some things that didn't need to die, but they did. Like of those projects, if we go back one, um, like some of these went really well and some of these went not well. <laughs> and some of these felt like I was being um, dragged across a thousand needles <laughs> through some of my life. Or, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> some of these were like really painful. 
and, and had a lot of needless suffering. And so I'm not saying like, it's bad if something dies. I'm saying like, there's suffering that you can prevent that might get you a little bit further in your organizing so that when you're talking to the parents or when you're talking to the people at school or your work or whatever, you can kind of get things going, okay? Um, so yeah, so, so don't be afraid of death, but uh, just know that like, there are four scenarios that I want you to keep in mind. Okay, so Jesus talks about when people hear the word about the kingdom and don't understand it, the evil one, which uh, New City talks about empire, I'll talk about that in a second, comes and carries off what has been planted in their hearts. So, like, um, I know that a lot of folks who have church trauma uh, in this space, a lot of folks who are like, I got kind of messed up by the church and and I don't... Um, uh, I have a deep pain there and I'm, I come to New City to kind of sort that out. Um, have a particular feeling when they hear the words the evil one or kind of concepts of Satan or concepts of the devil because there's this kind of conception that like in in certain theological spaces like Satan is like a particular entity that like inhabits in some theological senses like is geographically only in one place at one time what and 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 um and like uh it and I know that like even for for queer folks this is particularly painful because queer folks have been told that we have Satan like in us and doing us and I'm like listen Satan's not doing me so it's like uh, there's like this kind of this sense that like okay those of you who have ears hear it um so um like I'm I'm just trying to keep y'all awake I'm just trying to make sure that we're all with it okay so um. So uh, it's like, no, 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 uh, uh, um, what we're talking about here is this concept of empire, this concept of like the systems of oppression and evil that are keeping people down no matter how hard we're fighting against it. This concept of empire is like, Jesus was like, the world is, when we're talking about the world or the flesh or all of that, is trying to say like, there's a way of oppressing each other that is very real and spiritual and economic and physical that we have to actively resist. And the resistance of that is called the kingdom of God. So when I'm talking about like uh, the empire, I mean like whenever you're like, why is it that people in Minneapolis have to sleep outside when there's like tornado-like conditions going on? Why is it that kids are going to sleep hungry? Because like, why is it that that there still hasn't been um, like a female president? Like all of these, all of these huge questions, um, like. We, 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 the shorthand for that in theological terms is empire. <laughs> it's like this, like that's, that's the empire. The empire is doing that. Sure, there's like structural reasons for it. If we got rid of this law or this policy or got rid of this elected official, whatever. But Christians are saying there's something way deeper that is causing that type of oppression and evil come up and it's so deep it's spiritual and so our work of following Jesus is like we got to reach our hands down right down to the roots of oppression and tear it up in order to establish the kingdom of God and so in that regard Christianity is by definition radical 
uh, radical means it's uh, related to, like, in Spanish, uh, raíz is actually related to radical. It's um, this sense that we have to, raíz is roots, by the way. <laughs> so we have to pull up from the roots. We have, to, we have to undermine the entire project. And that's what Jesus came to show us what to do. Like, that, that there is, there's a way to undermine evil. And, and uh, sometimes when we're starting things that have to do with justice, the empire comes on and tries to snatch this up. And this is true, by the way, even with people who agree with you, even progressives or liberationists, even people who uh, are reading all the same books and the same blogs as you, there are ways that the empire can sneak in to anyone's conversation. I saw this um, when I was working on these projects where, you know, we're talking about liberation, like collective liberation, uh, all people are all free all the time. Like, how do we get this now? And, um, and like several months in, we looked at each other and we're like, wait, we're not talking about the same thing. <laughs> like we're using the same, yeah, you, <laughs> the, the, those who are laughing are like, yeah, I've been there. Where it's like, wait, by liberation, did you mean like that we have to be free now, now? Or did he mean we could be free in like using policy or like incremental things? Like wh what does liberation actually mean? And we realized like this was kind of like one of the ways that the empire was undermining us. And so we, uh, one of the lessons I've learned is like just the amazing power of pausing and saying like, are we talking about the same thing here? <laughs> Try to build trust as fast as you can. And this is especially important for those of you who are organizing through Zoom. Listen, it is a, it is a whole nother thing when you're trying to bond with a square inch on your computer. Like, it's, it's really hard to build the requisite trust to, for anything to happen. So like really um, honing in and building trust as aggressively as possible, assertively building trust is so important. Um, we also read about how, um, uh, as for the seed that was spread on rocky ground, this refers to people who hear the word and immediately receive it joyfully. Because they have no roots, they last only for a little while. Okay, so, um, so in the pandemic, I don't know, did any of your lives get more chaotic? Probably just me, right? Okay, yeah, just me. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, um, so the thing about organizing in a time when there's increased chaos is that people don't have a strong understanding of what their capacity actually is. So, like, I'm okay. There's, yeah, lots of people who understand this. So, um, like, here we are organizing with eight high caliber leaders who really like in previous times knew how to get stuff done, who were suddenly like ghosting, not responding to emails, not following through on things, not showing up to the thing. And this is like, as we're trying to organize for justice in chaotic times, we have to kind of like reshift our mindset to match people who are living through storms, like who are actively like being blown away. <laughs> there are so many people at New City who literally moved like either like within the city or out of the state over the past year because of uh, because they couldn't afford this or because so-and-so started getting sick and they had to take care of them or because they couldn't keep up their rent. Like there's so much life chaos that we have to organize around this. 
And one of the ways that, uh, one of the tools or tips <laughs> that I found really helpful is creating the concept of a starting line. A starting line is like, you know, when you're about to run a race, the starting line is where you start. And uh, uh, I was in this project, it's called the Liberation Project, and I love you all dearly. If you're watching this on the live stream, I'm just gonna drag you just a little bit, it's okay. So, um, so the Liberation Project was like, we're, we're gonna gather seven of us, and each of us are gonna produce Christian liberationist content, and then we're gonna kind of like help to boost each other to elevate the conversation of liberation in United Methodism. So that meant like one person was doing podcasts, one person was doing graphic design, one person was doing music, that kind of thing. And, um, and there were seven of us. And we spent six months brainstorming about how amazing this might be, about passion, about like, wow, I, I just can't wait for this to get started. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? What if we did this? What if we were like guests on each other's podcasts? And it was like so much of that startup energy, beautiful. And then we actually started. And guess how many people never produced, of the seven, guess how many people never produced anything in that first year? Three. Three of the seven people that spent six months prepping for this never did a darn thing over this whole year of creating content that we promised to each other, that we created covenants to each other. We were holding each other accountable. We were like, hey, what about this? What do you need to succeed? We were trying to hold each other there. But the reality is, is that there were storms happening in people's lives that were blowing them away. And there was a certain level of chaos that even well-intentioned people can't create a difference. Here's how the empire wins, by the way. When you get so much chaos in your life that you, that you like no longer have capacity to try to make a difference, to try to create community, to try to push for something, that's how, that's how empire, that's how oppression <laughs> continues, right? Um, and so, uh, one of the, so yeah, I think I really wish that we just said like, before we start, we're gonna create a backlog of three months of content and if you can't create three months of content, then you probably can't run this race. If you can't get to this starting point, then you probably aren't going to be able to like do this thing. And, uh, and this is like really intense and really stern up front, but actually it's a, an act of kindness. Um, the, the, the next one uh, talking about um, those who uh, hear the word, but the worries of life and the false appeal of wealth choke the word. So I just want to name that like liberals are really good at like um, um, doing stuff for free, uh, which is to say like we're like, we believe so much in this. I don't need to get paid to do this because I just want to do this. The, my passion is what is fueling me. And, and truly so much is able to get done because of that. But uh, the like Eventually, there comes a time when we have to ask ourselves, like, can we do this work unpaid indefinitely? And if not, what's the plan? We saw this in, uh, with the other organizations in Walker a ton. Like, during the uprisings, it was like, we're going to do this every week. We're going to do free things. We're going to distribute lots of food and do lots of things. And then, like, it, after a year, it was like, none of us are getting paid to do this, and it's taking something out of us. So, like, I think it's worth just having conversations of, like, can you do this stuff for free forever? And if not, then let's just set a container to it and say, like, we're going to do this for six months for free, 
And we're going to say that up front so that it doesn't feel like suffering when we decide to end. Yeah. Um, and then, and then lastly, um, yeah, to those who bear fruit and produce in, in one case yield, uh, 100 to one. I think that God is calling you to majorly, I'm, like, expand, blow up, unfold your imagination. Because here you are trying to think, like, well, maybe I could start one book club, or maybe I could start, like, one discussion group. And God is like, I want a world where the thing that you're doing is creating a hundred discussion groups, a hundred book and action clubs, like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, like try to think exponentially, like what could you do that would make it easier for the next 100 projects? You're dreaming way too small, and that, the, the cowardice of that, the fear of that, is what is stopping the movement. So like, I feel like God is like, listen, we're going to dream really big. We're going to think about what it would take for there to be like a hundred more of these things. And then we're going to take a fistful of seed and scatter it around and just see what happens. Because some of this won't last and some of this is going to choke out and some of these are going to die. But one of these is going to produce a hundredfold. And that's how we get more seeds in our lives. All of us are here because we're benefiting from all of the seeds that were planted before us, seeds that were fighting for queer people, seeds that were fighting for women, seeds that were fighting for equality and rights and wages. All of us are benefiting from people who took a fistful of seed and said, I know that this won't work 99 out of 100 times, but I'm still going to keep scattering because I believe in a future that is better. And God is saying, like, here's the bag of seed, y'all. Here's, here's your option. You're going to throw out 99 of these, and all of them are going to die. And I'm just going to tell you up front that there's going to be 99 times of deep discouragement. But one of these times, one of these efforts, one of these startups are going to turn into something that is going to change the world. And, and like sometimes when we're around seed number 33 or maybe like seed number 70 <laughs> or seed number 90, it's so hard to remember that there is a promise in uh, that's one out of a hundred. Sometimes it's so discouraging. I know that there are organizers who are joining us from the live stream today who, um, who have put in the chat like, you know, sometimes that momentum building just feels like you're dragging dead weight behind you, truly. And I know that life. But never forget that there is a promise that one of these, if, if all of us are putting out all of our seeds and scattering to all the land, one of these is going to make the biggest difference in the world, an ecology-changing difference. And what if that one seed is the one that God is asking you to plant? What if, what if like all of us are all doing our best and we're all the 99, but you are holding the one <laughs> that could become the game-changing thing? What if the project that God is putting in your life is exactly what the world needs to change forever? I want to invite you to rethink the things that you're thinking, is to start thinking that's unfair, so we're going to do something about it. 
my homework club won't get it perfect, but we can start. A lot of people posting about this because they're seeing what God is doing through all this stuff that we're starting. Like the posts, (laughs) let the posts be reporting, not the activism, you know? Like we gotta do stuff, y'all. And I really believe that God has put in your life something that can make a big difference. And I know I'm going in the loft script here, but I know that there's a lot of folks who are like, I kind of need a season of healing right now, or I kind of need a season of rest right now, or like Tyler, you're kind of like shouting about this, like starting a new thing and that's nice, but like, I kind of need to, like I'm actively bleeding out right now and I need to heal myself. And I just, I just, just to expand our little kingdom and imagination for a second, what if your healing is the seed? <laughs> what? <laughs> What if, like, figuring out how to hold yourself and discover belovedness again is the thing that is going to change everything? What if, like, finding your holy pause, creating your holy Sabbath, finding your rest in community is the thing that is going to grow up with branches that reach up towards the sky so that even birds can perch on its wings. Like, what if your rest is the beginning of the revolution? Yeah, anyone need that? So, uh, <laughs> so I just, I, just <laughs> I know that we're in tiring times and I know that it's, it's really discouraging, but I also know that whatever God is calling you as the next step is the right step. So if you got to heal, if you got to organize, if you got to um, um, uh, uh, start a D&D campaign like we did this past summer, like whatever it is, if it is done in faith, then, then train your eyes to look for how God is starting a quiet revolution in everything you do. Amen. Yes. Um, so uh, I would love to um, just give you some time to reflect a little bit um, so we are going to, uh, there will be some just like some piano music to uh, reflect. And I w- I'm curious what's coming up for you. What is stirring up for you? We're going to give you like a, ch- a chance for folks to um, speak at the microphone. You can come up here. Um, and uh, if you have a, re- a holy response or if God is putting a word on your heart, then you can uh, go ahead and say that. If you do want to share, I want I encourage you to keep that to, uh, to like two minutes, 30 seconds. Try to think of like one thing to share, not a ton of things to share. All of you are invited to speak, but we especially want to encourage BIPOC folks and queer folks. We um, want to name that this is not a place to overshare, but uh, to kind of, you know, speak from your, what was it? Speak from your wounds, not from your... Speak from your scars, not from your wounds. Speak from where you have been healed, not from where you're still bleeding. And use I statements. Um, And if you're listening uh, to folks, then we encourage you to support each other. And even if someone says something that you disagree, strive to hear the sacredness in that. So we'll have a time for you to reflect. And if you feel like God is putting a word on your heart, even a small thing, then um, we'll have time for that.
Um, I'm grateful for the folks who are joining us through the live stream chat. Um, uh, folks who were saying kind of what stuck out to them. I want to become a justice butterfly. Yes. <laughs> Listen, we're a chrysalis here. Um, uh, we need to be talking to each other. Yes, yes, yes. Um, for, uh, in response to liberals love doing things for free, we're great at participating in our own wage theft. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Um, dream exponentially. I think when we find ourselves in a position to put some seeds out there, we've got to have some deep inner stuff to deal with the reality that we won't know what most of the seeds do, if anything. Um, it takes so much inner fortitude to fight off discouragement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, roots go deep, y'all. Um, uh, what if the healing is the seed? What if the rest is the seed? What if the holy pause is the seed? What if rest is the beginning of the revolution? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, relationships ending can mean more positive energy flowing for newness. Hey, hoo, hoo, hoo. yes, yes, yes. Um, On-site community, are there other folks who would like to share? Yeah, please. And um, if you are interested in speaking, go ahead and um, just stand here so that you can jump up right away. Let's show lots of love for Krista. Hey, New City. I'm short, so we're just going to readjust. Um, my name is Krista. I use she, her pronouns. And um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Incarnation Fund, because um, that's like what this whole thing was. Um, so for people who don't know, the Incarnation Fund is New City's Mental Health Reparations Fund. And so um, uh, there's like a cohort of people of color for a year who receive uh, free therapy, um, free spiritual direction, and nature-based retreats from practitioners of color. Um, and I was part of the team that originally wrote the grant that kicked this program off. And when we were talking about it and dreaming about it, um, you know, we kind of, we looked around at our community at New City and there were a lot of BIPOC people that were um, organizers, activists, teachers, artists, social workers, like writers. Um, and it's kind of like, okay, these people like have those seeds and if we as a church can support and fuel their healing like how much more um can those people like have the capacity to do right and so this earlier this month we kind of had our first like alumni retreat which was really amazing and like for so for folks who don't know um i'm a montessori teacher and i'm working on starting my own montessori school um, that will serve children ages 16 months to six years and we're aiming to have um, at least 60 percent low-income families and at least 60 percent um bipoc and other historically underserved families and let me tell you we have been searching for a building for 14 months. Um, the building that we're currently looking into is building number 60. Um, and we're also 
investigating like the possibility of building our own building. Anyways, it's a lot. I'm learning way more about real estate and construction than I really anticipated. Um, but y'all, 60, 60, <laughs> and like hearing like sometimes it might be 99 seats, but like what, like, yeah, like to have the, the capacity to have the rest and the healing to be able to make it to seed number 100 um, in this world that we're in right now. Um, so yeah, so I just really wanna affirm um, everything that was said this morning and saying like it's happening in our community and if you have financial resources, donate to the Incarnation Fund and if you are a person of color, like check it out um, because like the Holy Spirit is moving in in really huge ways and someday we're gonna get a building for my school yeah. and you all will hear about it. Thank you so much, Krista. Um, by the way, Krista, did I tell you to say that? No, no that was <laughs> let the record show. It truly is like Seedville in the Incarnation Fund. Thank you so much. Uh, Clarence, do you wanna share? Yeah, please. Uh, real quick, um, we're facing a lot of justice challenges right now, a lot of them, and um, a lot of the seeds are getting eaten, but always remember, you know, this is going to sound kind of strange and maybe it'll be really cool for the six-year-olds or whatever, but birds poop. They're going to poop out a lot of those seeds and they're going to land somewhere and grow. So don't despair. Seriously, it looks bad now and the seed might be missing, but a lot of those are going to show up somewhere else. We don't have to take the credit for gardening all of this stuff. So, so uh, everybody hang in there. So. We give thanks for the nitrogen. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh, one more. Do you want to? Okay, one more. Fabulous. Yeah, go Hi, I just wanted to name that. I've, I've had like several years of experience with um, little organizing projects that didn't really seem to go their, their whole promise. And um, uh, I forgot the, the ratio that you had mentioned, but I mean... Um, a lot of these things were items that other people had initiated, but earlier this year, I like put down a thousand dollars worth of my own money up up front to try to start something new that that was my brand, and I'm kind of like dependent upon receiving like um, actual feedback and and not just someone telling me what I want to hear and then just. Uh, uh, scurrying off and to, to, to determine like okay is this something that I put a lot more effort into or is this something that's like uh, or is there something else that's more worthwhile but I I do know that one organizing effort that like a effort and a half <laughs> where the people have, have put tons in and they're not even sure if it's going to pay off is that um, this afternoon at two o'clock there's a rally for East Phillips environmental justice that's uh I'm almost certain it's right next to the roof depot at like around uh, 28th and 
Longfellow-ish. Great. Yeah, so I'll I'll be there, and that's important for the community to show up. Yeah. I love that. All right. Um, so we invite you all to uh, stand if you would like and to go ahead and sing this song. saw the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me God saw the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me. God saw the best in me. When everyone else around could only see the worst in me. the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me God is mine and I am hers it doesn't matter what I do God only sees me for who I am. Whoa, a God's mine and I'm hers. It doesn't matter what I did. God only sees me for who I am. God's mine. I'm hers It doesn't matter what I did God only sees me for who I am God's all the best in me When everyone else around Could only see the All the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me. God's all the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me. the best in me when everyone else around could only see the worst in me
best in you. God is seeing the best in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, um, I want to give thanks to everyone who is financially donating to New City Church. Um, Because of your donation, we are able to start new small groups every single season. And so on September 11th, we are starting things. And this is like a little incubator for people to be able to start things, like organizing things. Like this is, uh, it spirals out in all these different ways. Um, uh, There are people who have really supported each other through hard times because of these small group ministries and your financial donation makes that possible. So please uh, go, you can even go right now, grownewcity.church slash give to start your recurring giving. Any amount that um, is significant to you is the right amount. So don't feel bad if you're not in a spot where you can't give huge I'm just asking you to to give what feels significant um, because this is supporting a significant ministry. Um, We are going to uh, uh, go ahead and join together in prayer, uh, saying the Lord's Prayer, and we'll do one more. So taking in a deep breath, receiving God's uh, loving kindness, receiving God's blessing. Together we pray, our parent who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Can we say amen like we mean it? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just like the most important prayer said by the most important person, whatever. Amen. Yeah, okay. Uh, I want to give a huge uh, shout out to all of our volunteers who helped today. Thank you so much. Yay! We love you. Um, Children's ministry and stage managing and greeting, all that is so important. Thank you. Um, Hey, by the way, if you want to start playing with Chris... Uh, you can go ahead and email him. Chris is going to be putting together some worship band stuff. You can also just talk to him right now, right this very second after the worship service. Um, hey, parents, two things regarding families. One, I didn't send you a survey to please respond to in your inbox. And two, Northeast is hiring a children's minister. So if you are interested in making a difference in children's lives, then please, please um, talk to me. Um, like I said, the, uh, come to church on September 11th. And uh, like Krista said, the uh, Incarnation Fund is uh, signing up. This is like our last, we have like three days. So if you want to be part of a BIPOC folks, if you identify as black, indigenous, or people of color, if you want free therapy for a year, you have three days to let us know that you want to be part of this cohort. Cool? Okay, let's all stand if you'd like and uh, sing Peace of the Earth. Yeah. 
next week and we'll especially see you September 11th. There's going to be another church that's setting up here so go ahead and take your conversation to the lobby. Thank you all so much.